Hello, welcome to Behind the Music Podcast. I am Bridget Devin, your host, and today I am very excited to welcome Jason Moss with Bulletproof Bear. Jason is one of the creative directors and partners at Bulletproof, and they create music for pictures. And this can include feature films, television shows, advertising, and also for the record industry. I'm really excited to have you, Jason, on so we can chat music and business. Welcome. Yeah. You having me? Yeah. Um, So to start, can you share with us a little bit about yourself and how Bulletproof Bear got started? Sure. So Bulletproof Bear is, um, we got a few different slices to our pie. We're a production music catalog. We represent um, production music catalogs. So they can range from small composer catalogs of five to 10 albums to 10,000 track full on, you know, 100 to 200 albums per library. Uh, Most people back in the day would call it like a music library, which, you know, kind of doesn't sound overly inspiring. So um, music production catalogs, and we have, we manage about 150,000 tracks. Um, We basically do exclusive deals only. Uh, We represent these catalogs or majority of them for all worldwide. We are affiliated with every PRO around the world. PRO is um, like your BMI, your ASCAP, your CSAC in the United States. And then there are, you know, dozens of PROs around the world. And we're also direct with them. And we also have partners in a lot of countries that represent the Bulletproof Bear catalog. Um, So there's a lot of, you know, synergy and partnership with a lot of our international partners. Um, They pitch our stuff. We represent catalogs from the UK and from overseas. and We represent their music in the United States. Um, so we do a lot of licensing, blanket deals, needle drop deals. A needle drop is one license per track. So somebody's looking for a classic rock uh, track for a uh, bar scene, one track, one price, or we'll do deals with blank for blankets. So we'll cover the f- network. Uh, we work with NBC, CBS, Vice, um, Warner Brothers. We just cover whatever their needs are you know, my philosophy is I don't like nickel and diming my clients. I want to just make sure they get the best music at the best price with the best service. Um, So we got instrumental songs, vocal songs. Uh, We do administration services, collect royalties uh, for artists on their behalf. We do uh, music supervision and then we do original composition. Um, And so, you know, we try and do everything we can, but do it as well as we possibly can. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things I'm curious about when you have um, the music production catalog, is that the right term? Um, sure. Is, you know, I imagine you've got a lot of like details to find the types of tracks that you're looking for, but what is it like looking through a catalog when someone has a, a specific thing that they're looking for? Is, do you have to, I mean, like how many songs could you be listening to in one day till you find that one where like, this is right for a project? That's a great question. I mean, we we daily get a lot of playlist requests or track requests. So a couple of things. Number one, it's just knowing the catalog. I mean, you know, I I'm in there diving in and just all the new music I listen to, you know, not the full track. I'll do like 10, 15 seconds, 20 seconds. Yeah. Um, but we have some AI tools that are, you know, so if somebody gives us a track, we can put that that 
Coldplay track in the AI and it can tell us what is in our catalog that is maybe the same tempo, maybe the same, you know, uh, arrangement as far as like a band or um, and, and kind of help us. But it's it's sort of like, you know, just going in there and doing a dive um, a lot of the moods or keywords like I'm looking for moody banjo Americana. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we use um, through our website, it gets filtered. And then, you know, I'm listening to stuff, seeing what works. But it is overwhelming, you know. Yeah, uh, that's, that's what know, I was wondering. Yeah, it can get it can get crazy. And look, you know, you're trying to match stuff. I'll, I'll literally sit there with a with a, you know, be per minute, be per minute, you know, counter and tap in the be per minute. And then I'll make sure the tracks I'm picking are in that you know, realm, right? You know, if the B per minute's important to the client. So it's just, yeah, it's just constant hunting and a lot of patience and knowing the catalog. So. And when you submit tracks, are you submitting like multiple tracks at once or, or do you wait till you find one where you're like, this is it, I'm submitting one track for a project? Oh no, I'm usually, some music supervisors would specify, we only want five tracks, we only want 20 tracks. I, I'm I'm very much like fuck the brief. I'm gonna throw in twenty. Like if they're asking for twenty, I'm throwing in thirty. You know, if, yeah. if they don't like it, you yeah. roll the dice. What are you gonna do? You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I I you know, there's always more that I want to send in. Mm. Sometimes we don't even have it. You know, it, with, with the size catalog we have, and we're an independent catalog, so you got like the BMGs and you got the Warner Chapels and you got a lot of the big players. APM. These are big corporate companies. We are you know, our motto is fiercely independent. We, we are, you know, we are trying to be a disruptor in this field by being like the indie rock, the punk music catalog compared to the corporate guys, you know? Um, And so we're just a scrappy group of group of guys hustling. And I think we have some wonderful music. We don't have everything, you know, when, when someone's looking for, we just got to search for like Chinese vocal pop music. Mm -hmm. Don't have it. Yeah. What are you going to do? You know, and you're just like, sorry, you don't have it. And yeah, but you know, your niche, you know, I think it's, I think it's good to, um, you know, to have a niche because then you can be that go-to person that a company is thinking about working with when they want it. You know, they're like, they want that punk. They want that rock. So like, we're going to talk to Jason, you know, that, that that would be great. Um, you know, we, we, we have a, the diversity and the quality is just you know you constantly got to step up your game i mean mm-hmm. for me production music the, the word you know i hate the word because to me is it's music and i just want great music and yeah. the the artists and the composers that write this music these are their babies they care a lot about it they put a lot of time and energy in it into into their music and they want to be respected as artists whether it's being played on the radio or top 40 or not so I want to make sure that what we and, and, and I think every good catalog thinks the same way. It's yeah. just good music. Yeah, so it absolutely. doesn't have vocals or if it has vocals, it, it, it might not be Lady Gaga, but the production, it's going to be just as badass. Yeah. You know, but they're not going to pay $150,000 for it. They'll pay ten or 20000 for it. Yeah. Or hey, that sounds like a great deal. <laughs> So, you know, and, and let's face it, given there's not much of a record industry in the traditional sense, artists are clamoring to get into the sync world. You know? So 
I'd love to talk more about that because that's something that I'm coming across more is um, what the sync world opens up for artists. Like you're saying, as we transition in the, you know, evolution of music, right? Um, uh, how how would you advise a, a songwriter who can produce good music, who can, you know, provide you with, um, you know, good quality songs? How would you advise them to break into this industry? Uh, it's, you know, it's the challenging thing is, especially through the COVID years and technology, it's like you can create killer shit in your bathroom. Yeah. You know? And it's like, so so the, the, it's 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 interesting because it's like you know the t the tools are are so accessible yet in some cases it's almost too overwhelming and in some ways it can hinder the creative process because you have so many choices you know back when i was getting into my music i'm a little older you know it's a guitar in a freaking Tascam Porta studio was like the epic thing for me which was recording on a tape cassette yeah. you know but i i feel like you know, focus on number one, being is the best you can be in your craft and finding your own voice, not necessarily cowering to what's popular or what's cool or writing lyrics that you think are going to get picked up for sync. I mean, a lot of people work that way. That's great. But for me, when my artists or catalogs come to me, they're like, hey, what's popular? Well, what do you need? I'm like, what do you do the best? Mm -hmm. you know, because that's going to be the most authentic thing. I think that people will hear that through the speakers. They'll, they'll get that. If yeah. you're if you're trying to just like, hey, I'm going to write some hip hop and you find some beats and it sounds like wallpaper, you know, that's not very authentic. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I'm, I don't want to get off your question. No, no, it's good. So it sounds like, you know, um, you're saying for an artist to just honor their craft, right? Like make what is coming naturally to them. And I, I agree because we'll hear that we'll, with any artist, with anything that you see, you can just feel it. You know, sometimes cool. it's just hard to explain. Um, so what if you have like a, a, a great songwriter and maybe, um, you know, they have access to good production for their music and then they send, then they want to get into sync. You know, I saw that you have an artist submission page. Do yeah. you get a lot of just brand new people you haven't met before coming in and. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I mean, you could go, you look, I'm, I'm, I'm open to folks coming to uh, going to the Bulletproof Bear website, which is bulletproofbear.com. It's our, our basic website. Then we have the catalog website, which is um, catalog.bulletproofbear.com. And you can submit. Now, the thing is, is like, look, we, we don't take singles. So you can send me your oh. single and it could be interesting or great. But, you know, what am I going to do with one? I, I mean, I could sign it. I could sign everything. But it's like you're going to get lost. You're a grain of sand in an ocean. Mm. So I would prefer an EP at the smallest from an artist with vocals or a full album. And yeah. I just wanted to be like I'm listening to the radio. Yeah. Top 40. Yeah. like the production to the talent and you know it sucks because i don't want to like i don't want to be like this is horrible i would never say that to anybody but yeah. you know you hear stuff and it's not really flowing and you know i don't want to crush anybody's heart their dreams their goals i want to just encourage and inspire as many people as i can Absolutely. and you know if you don't hear from back from us probably wasn't interested or yeah. maybe it got lost and if it if it if you hear back from us, then it's something obviously that touched one of us. And again, 
my opinion is only my opinion. It, it might mean nothing. So take it yeah. with a salt. Well, um, yeah. And maybe from the artist's perspective too, is like maybe they'll get feedback, right? And may, and maybe they won't. But if they don't get feedback, maybe take it as a potential like, hey, maybe I I can improve something, right? Um, and and you know, try to figure out what that is and improve and try again. But, um, uh, yeah. So that's that's really cool. It's it's cool for um for artists and songwriters to learn that that could be a, a route to go into is is sync yeah um I, no i'm sorry go on oh yeah well i was actually gonna switch over i wanted to hear more about like operating your company and what that looks like you know on a day-to-day -day basis i imagine it changes since you work and do so many different projects but i'd love to hear about that okay cool yeah i mean so you know um it's uh, myself and three business partners, and we have a couple of employees that help us out, um, whether it's doing playlists or outreach to clients or outreach to just the community saying, hey, is there anything that you're looking for? Um, you know, we uh, swim a lot in documentary films and TV shows, advertising. Um, so that's the core crew. I'm listening to music. I'm doing playlists. I'm helping clients. I'm putting out fires. I'm making sure the catalogs are communicated with and they feel like, you know, I'm here if they have a question. Uh, I'm going to lunch. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's good. <laughs> I love going to lunch, coffee. Um, so, you know, we all try and wear different hats and get each other's back. Um, so, you know, one of my partners uh, focuses mostly on the ingest of a lot of the music and accounting and a lot of our international agreements and contracts. I'll concentrate a little bit more on some of the more creative uh, stuff that comes in or looking for artists, looking for catalogs. And, and just hard, going back to when people submit, we mostly are looking for catalogs, like larger bulk stuff, yeah. as opposed to, you know, the, the single. Um, yeah. or four tracks, especially, you know, some folks that are doing instrumental music, they'll send me four cues. It's like, eh, not much I can do with that. So, you know, we're always, we're just hustling. And then I'm a composer. So I'm like, you know, I just finished a TV show. Uh, I'm still, you know, work as a artist and songwriter and, you know, try and feel creative, <laughs> play what my yeah. guitar is, you know. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And one of my other partners is a music supervisor as well. So he's, you know, working on a Netflix show right now. So we're all over the place. Yeah. But we're, you know, we're all in this bulletproof bear, um, you know, pool. Awesome. Um, I, one thing I'm curious about, um, can you share with me a little bit about what it's like doing music supervision and what that entails? Sure, sure. I mean, you know, there's, there's the music supervisor does a couple of things. Number one, they're going to help, you know, they're going to help work with the production team, the director, wh whoever is really looking for their creative vision, what that audible creative sound is going to be for the project, right? Okay. I mean, you take like Stranger Things, right? So there, there's a certain sound and a certain time. So they're doing a lot of 80s stuff and they're looking for re-records that might be an 80s song or, you know, like they use Metallica. And then they did like, you know, instrumental versions, orchestral yeah. versions of that and tied it in and which was brilliant. Yeah. And, you know, so they're going to help 
you know, hone the creative vision for the film, the documentary. Um, then they're also going to handle all of the clearances of sync. So outside of, you know, some music supervisors work closely with the composers, some don't. I've, I've, me as a, I've worked as a supervisor and as a composer. Sometimes I'm working with the composer. Sometimes I'm the composer and the supervisor. Um, but they're going to, you know, sometimes work with the composer. But most of the time they're doing clearances of like some of the bigger songs or the 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 more vocal oriented material or they're working with a catalog like us where they're looking to replace a beyonce track mm -hmm. with something that's more affordable mm -hmm. then they need instrumental versions for a dinner scene and they need some jazz and so they'll come to me and we'll put together playlists so creative a lot of contracts and clearances negotiating with the record labels to help get rates down or you know sometimes it might be an old song and they're looking, they got to hunt all over the place to find who's the publisher, who's oh, mm -hmm. controlling that piece of yeah. music. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, and then they might be in charge also of working on the soundtrack, you know, releasing soundtracks in conjunction with the film or the TV show. So that's really cool. So it's, it's like, you're, you're just the expert in, in, in the music for this project. And you're the one who's going to answer all the questions that, you know, you know, so they can focus on the film side, but they can, they have their vision of what they want. Totally. Totally. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm leaving some things out. I'm, you know, you might have people being like, ah, blah, 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 but yeah, you know, there, there's, there's a myriad of different things. And I think, you know, on some of the music soup gigs that I've done and what I see my partner, Andrew doing, I mean, you know, Andrew uh, came to me and he's the music supervisor on this Netflix show. It's in its third season. It's a very big, successful show. I don't know if I'm yeah. People say it yet, but you know, he's like, Hey Jay, I need a 80 sounding track for this show. Can you write it? You know? So I wrote it, he wrote it, we wrote it kind of together, we produced it, and you know, because he's also a composer uh yeah. as well. And you know, you have you have to have some good music knowledge. Mm -hmm. So that was something different. You know, he's actually getting something written for that show, and then he'll do the agreement, he'll make sure I'm paid, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so it sounds like you could end up wearing a lot of hats when you do music supervision. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Why not? That's cool. Yeah. Well, as we come to the end, I would love for you to share with us a little bit about your vision for Bulletproof Bear and what you see in the next year, couple of years. Uh, world dominance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no more war. Uh, lots of love. Uh, you know. Um, no, you know, we're 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 a newer company. We're maybe. Six years old, you know. I um, have wonderful partners, good guys, smart guys. That's really beautiful to work with people you just like enjoy going down this journey with. Uh, looking for great music, you know. You can't beat working on projects you're proud of. No, but you know, it's just like do. do I want to do good work, and Love I want to. I want to do good work by my composers, my partners, for myself. Wake up every day and be excited about you know, the hustle. Cause that's the best. Right. I mean, yeah. parking cars, that's about my other skill set: flipping burgers and parking cars. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, well, before we go, Jason, can you share with us how people can stay connected with you or anything else you'd like to share about Bulletproof? 
Yes, uh, thank you for that. Um, so Bulletproof Bear is on Instagram. Um, you can go to bulletproofbear.com is the basic main f- flat website. Uh, the catalog site, if there's any folks out there, uh, you can you can check it out. It's open to view. You can't download is catalog.bulletproofbear.com. Um, you can check out my Instagram page, which uh, I'm like an amateur photographer. Uh, that's supersonic noise. Um, and my website, supersonicnoise.com. That's more of my composing stuff. So, um, and yeah, I have a new show coming out on Freeform and Hulu on February 14th, Valentine's Day. So awesome. called Love Trip Paris and, you know. So cool. Definitely check it out. Just, just doing the work. <laughs> um, well, Jason, thank you so much for your time and for all your insights that you shared. I feel like this conversation could be hours long because I can see that you have a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge. Um, But I do appreciate your time and people definitely check out uh, Bulletproof Bear and at the least check out their, your guys's website, because I just love the logos you have. Um, I know it's very cool. I really like that. Um, Well, thank you again, Jason and everybody that's Bulletproof Bear. Definitely check them out. Um, And uh, until next time.